This is Get a Real Job, the podcast devoted to people who choose risk over safe bets, who pursue their passion against all odds and are doing what they want, how they want, despite people and sometimes the voices in their own heads telling them they're nuts. When the field that I wanted to work in didn't exist, I created it. The only thing you have to decide is how hard you want to work. I really never went into the design of the restaurant of not succeeding. One way or another, I was going to succeed. I'm your host, Dan Bova, editorial director of entrepreneur.com. Thanks for listening. And now, get a real job. Hey, this is Dan, and welcome to another special episode of Get a Real Job in our ongoing series devoted to people and businesses that are focused on sustainability and reducing environmental impact. So, warning. Today's episode is going to go fast because we are talking about Sail GP, a racing league where 50-foot catamarans rip through the water at 60 miles per hour. And if you've ever been on a boat, you know that is crazy fast. I'm joined today by Fiona Morgan, Sail GP's Director of Purpose and Impact, to find out more about the league and its environmental goals. Welcome, Fiona. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. Great intro. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, great to talk to you. It's just so everyone knows, uh, Fiona is battling through uh, a epic heat wave. Is that how you describe it over there in jolly yeah. old England? Yeah, heat wave in England. And it's all because of climate change. So it's good we're talking about this now. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Uh, weather. Not great. Absolutely. So, well, why don't, why don't we start by just learning a little bit more about about this league? Uh, it's pretty awesome. I know that uh, Larry Ellison was part of launching it. Can you tell give people a little bit of background of where it started and where it is now? Yeah, definitely. So I would say we're a challenger sport. So it's quite exciting. We're only season three. So we're still kind of babies in the sports world. But when you start a new sport, you can kind of start it differently. I think we're in a new world. And so when we started Sail GP, Larry Ellison is the founder, obviously, um, with Sir Russell Coots, who is an America's Cup sailor. And they set it up with a vision to be different. So the three pillars they always wanted is obviously technology. You've come from Oracle, really tech to save the world. Then you've got entertainment. Let's make sailing more fun. Like you said, adrenaline racing, let's get young people, let's get more people to love our sport and understand it and get on the water and then sustainability because we all have to, I think sport, you know, we have this big voice and we need to do more and operate differently in sustainability. So we were set up from day one to do that. So that's how we operate. And so my job is making sure we operate that way. And I suppose driving innovation through everything we do. Uh, so that's awesome. So can you can you get into a little bit of what that means? Uh, you know, what is sustainability in in sailing? What does that look like? What is that? Yeah. So um, you won't find many of me in sport and that's exciting with my title. So I suppose my job is to kind of change the way that we operate in social and environmental sustainability. But from an environmental perspective, I think we all know that climate action is key. So the first thing we started is, you know, what are we going to do around reducing our footprint? So um, we looked and since day one, we know our entire scope one, two and three footprint um, and we set a reduction target at 55%. So I think that's always a baseline in sport. Understand your impact. Mm. You know, we are a global sport. We travel, we have logistics, but how can we reduce that and do things differently in the way we operate? So that's the first thing. And then second thing really is clean energy. So like you said, we have foiling boats and they're powered by the wind and the sun. 
and the sun because we have batteries on board and then we power them in a Tesla Powerwall. So they really are purely powered by nature. So mm. that world we want to champion. So we look at clean energy on the water in the marine innovation and then at our events because every global event has temporary power or energy usage and how can we kind of lead the way um, everywhere we go and drive that. And it sounds easy, but it's not when you race in places like Bermuda, as well as Chicago, as well as right. um, Copenhagen. So you've got a very differing kind of countries on the roster and it's how do you work with them to try to find the most sustainable solutions to run your event? So what, what does that look Can you give us an example of like, you know, here would be the quick and easy way to uh, get these boats to the next location, but here's the way we do it, which takes longer and is more, uh, more, uh, more of our brain power is used up, but it's actually better for the environment to do it this way. Yeah. So that's a brilliant example. I think you need good partners to help you in all of this. So we have a great partner called Kunanagel. And the reason we chose them as a logistics partner is sustainability. So what we do with them is they have this amazing platform called Sea Explorer, and you can kind of put in, I want to get my boat from A to B. And it tells you that, like you said, the most sustainable routes, it might be longer, but at least we know the sustainable impact of our routing. So that's one thing mm. we use biofuels. So we work with them to kind of use biofuels in our logistics, which obviously is not the end goal, but it's better. So we're doing that. And one thing is every supplier, we want to take responsibility for the footprint. So they actually provide us a carbon neutral service. So, you know, it's kind of like I said, logistics, you could look and say, let's just ship them around, you know, but actually we looked at it, said, get a good partner, kind of look at what we're shipping. So you optimize shipping, you reduce containers, but then how are you shipping it? You know, kind of what's the routing and who are you working with and what's the carbon impact? So that's quite a good example. And, yeah. and you know, we we're not perfect by any means, but at least we're thinking differently and we're trialing it and we have reduced our logistics footprint, you know, by about 20% last season. And that's pretty impressive. I'm pretty proud of that in COVID that we achieved that. And there's lots more, lots more to come in that space. That, that, that's incredible. Now, have you, uh, have you been on the, uh, these boats, uh, when they're, when they're flying at full speed? No, they haven't let me on. I'm not sure why, but no, um, <laughs> you have to, I mean, the, it's like an F1 car. So you have to have safety training and be very experienced to get on one because they're pretty dangerous. Yeah. You know, they look like beautiful, it. but they're dangerous. So no, I've been on one when it's been kind of standard, you know, I, I've, I've been on one, but not when it's racing. One day I will, I will get on one, but we have female athletes on board. Um, part of my job is driving kind of the gender inclusivity of, of the sport. And um, I'm really proud that we do have female athletes on all of our boats and we're looking to, to see how we can get more and more and give them experience on these boats. So yeah, you will see not me, but other females on the boats. <laughs> That's great. So how can people, what's the best way for people, you know, listening to this and maybe they're, they're not fully aware of this league. Like how can they, how can they start to watch? How can they get involved in, you know, uh, you know, picking a team that they like and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah. So it's nation versus nation and we have um, 10 teams. And so obviously a U.S. team, we have European teams, we have an Asian team. So um, they're all very, uh, they've all got their own personality. So mm. what I would say is we, we have this documentary behind the scenes called um, Racing on the Edge. And it's quite fun because you get to know the personalities and the teams a bit better. And then you can pick your team. If you don't want to go with your nation, you can pick your team. Um, I'm British, but I love all my teams, to be honest. And um, they all bring something differently. So I think follow it, watch some of our content on um, YouTube. We have all of our races on YouTube. It's a great way to watch and obviously different partners in each territory. But follow us on social and, and hopefully, you know, we'll get you excited and into the league. Um, I think 
don't think of it as sailing. I think that's my biggest thing. Yeah. You know, I'm not a sailor at all. So don't ask me technical sailing questions, but <laughs> you know, I've come from Formula One, tennis, golf, you name it, other sports, but it is racing. I worked yeah. in motorsport for a long time and MotoGP, and this is racing. I mean, it's not sailing. So I think that's the first thing. Come into it with an open mind and right. watch it. You know, there's crashes, there's drama, there's divas. It's just, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty exciting. So yeah, it's very different, pretty exciting. So what's the equivalent of like, you know, when, when someone wins NASCAR, they do donuts in the infield. Like, what do you do on a boat to, to celebrate your victory? I know. Actually, that's a brilliant challenge to our teams. We yeah. should tell them that. Like, what is your NASCAR celebration? And um, yeah, they drink champagne. Yeah. You know, they drink champagne <laughs> and they get really excited and they get really excited. And um, yeah, that's about it. We don't have that, but that's a really good call. All I right. think we should do that. We'll add that. You heard it here first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. Um, yeah. You know, the, the, the thing about uh, with sailing, like uh, it, there's something like so romantic and cool about the idea of like, you're just harnessing wind. Like there's no, you know, you're not using, uh, I'm talking about people with sailboats, you know, normal yeah. people, but, uh, these, these like insane, uh, machines that you're talking about sound like incredible. Yeah. And I think that's another reason why sustainability works here, I suppose, is, um, our athletes are sailors. They're on the water. They completely understand nature. And I suppose, the ocean is our racetrack. And so they feel responsible for it. And they've seen horrendous, like microplastics, plastics, like yeah. issues when they've been racing. So actually one big part of my job is, is using the athlete's voice for good, because we all know there's an amazing statistics and I never, I never remember it, but I think it's about over 70% of the world will listen to sport more than science right. because, you know, it's tribal, you follow your fans. So I think, you know, we, we've launched something called the impact league, which is super exciting. It's the first ever podium for the planet. And that's, helping our athletes and teams use their voice for good and really kind of being a bit different. And, you know, people understand it because we're on the water and it feels credible. So it's not a hard kind of, you know, you get people into it quickly. So you mentioned the, the ocean is your, your racetrack. Uh, it, it must be tough when it's like, Hey, we're going to race on Saturday, but Oh, uh, there's 20 foot waves right now. Um, like how do you, how do you kind of manage the logistics when mother nature isn't cooperating? Well, there's a lot of clever people that me that do that. No, we have a great weather partner called AccuWeather. And so, you know, that's been interesting coming into this sport is we really have to be determined by the weather. Yeah. So it really affects us. And we have different sail sizes depending on the wind. So we've tried to like use technology to make sure we're kind of ready for every weather occasion. But you're right. I mean, we, we track the weather. We have daily calls and we have this weather expert who opens the call and tells us everything, the wind direction, like what we should expect. And, and they monitor it every hour. So I think, you know, we, we, we just have to be careful of that. And it's a big consideration. But again, maybe why the league really feels such a responsibility because nature kind of defines and, and helps support our league. So right. it is a big part of VR. More coming up from our guests, but first a word from our sponsor. Who doesn't want to do right by the planet? Well, one of the easiest ways is to use paper. And another is to choose products that come in paper-based packaging. Because paper comes from trees, a natural and renewable resource. And here in the U.S., private forest owners carefully maintain healthy forests and their habitats to provide our essential paper products. And those products can be recycled up to seven times. 
Thanks to innovative design solutions, everyday items from cosmetics to liquid detergents are now using paper-based packaging, making it easier than ever for consumers to do good for the planet. And the same goes for business owners. Choosing paper-based packaging materials is a great way to take the sustainable path forward that also gives back. So choose paper and help America's forests thrive. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com. And our next sponsor, Whether you need digital tools so you can bank on the go, or you need a one-on-one with an experienced business banker, with PNC Bank, you got it. PNC's business banking team is built entirely around the way you like to do business. Innovative mobile tools that let you manage your cash flow, monitor your payments, and more around the clock give you the flexibility that every business owner needs. And PNC combines those digital tools with a team of business bankers who are ready to sit down and talk about the unique needs of your business and help you develop personalized strategies to move your business forward. Learn how PNC Bank can make a difference for you and your business at pnc.com slash bank your way. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. And we're back. What are some of the what, what's the what's the Super Bowl for this league? What uh what 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 should everyone be uh you know what's everyone working towards? Well, obviously impact. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, I would say that. So no, I think probably you know the difference. The Super Bowl is it's the the biggest person sailing. You know this is the biggest person racing on the water. So it's a million US dollars at the end of the season. So you know, that's a big thing for the athletes. And also I didn't, I don't know if you're aware, but it's open data. So in other words, you know, in other sports, you know, teams, you know, don't share their data. So you can't learn from each other. So all of our foiling boats, when they come off the water, Oracle, obviously a big partner, they have data insights. So each team can learn from each other. So there's no hiding. So actually you'll, you'll hear the athletes saying, it is the best competition because they can prove they are the best athletes. It's not about money or performance or technical or partners, Right. you know, it's an even field. So that's a big thing on the water. And obviously, you know, I I would say the impact league. So, you know, at the end of the season, we, you know, give a financial reward to the teams who are the most sustainable um, and they give it to their NGO partners. So that's a big part of the league. And in the press conferences, we have two trophies behind and we talk about two leagues, you know, so I I hope, and I do think most of my athletes say to me, we're so proud to to sail somewhere that is the best in the class. I think we're the best racing product, but we also have this amazing kind of race for the planet and, and they all love it and they're very competitive. So they get very into it, Right. you know, very, very competitive. (laughs) That's, that's amazing. So how do you, how do you determine who wins the sustainability? Like, how do you measure that? Yeah. Well, you have to measure it. It's very robust because imagine otherwise everyone would go mad. So we kind of set it up last season and it's based on 10 sustainability criteria. And so it's criteria that everyone in the world needs to change. You know, how are you traveling to event? What's your energy use? You know, what are you eating? You know, all of what's your merchandise, you know, how are you using your voice? How are you collaborating? So we based it on UN sustainable development goals and our strategy. And then, you know, they have to submit data and evidence they have to give evidence. So it's work for them. Yeah. Um, and then we have an auditor. We have eight days of an auditor post wow. every event looking at this data. And then we have a protest period where the teams can protest their scores. And there's a lot of that. Um, and then we have a contestation window where teams can protest each other's scores. So we make it, try to make it really fair and robust. 
Um, and so I do think they feel proud because they know they are the most sustainable. So that's how we do it. And, um, yeah, it's, um, when you kind of deep down, I can give you some examples, but yeah, it's, um, it's pretty cool in sport to do something like this. Well, it it doesn't sound like you guys are taking this whole environmental impact thing very seriously. Um, just, no, not at all. all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is, this is all incredible. I I can't wait to, to watch. I know, uh, this, this episode is going to come out uh, a little while after, but I know there's a race coming up very soon that I'm uh, excited to watch. So uh, you got me all pumped up, Fiona. Man, you're good at your job. Oh, good. Well, I also think, like Steve Jobs says, passion is half the battle. So I hope sport, other sports or global events listening or brands can think like, how can I have passion and change things? Why? How can I do things differently? And I suppose that's what we're trying to do is drive change because we can not change. You know, not to end on a doom and gloom note, we have to change and we yeah. can. They're like inspire that kind of hope in everything we do. That's that's incredible. Wow. So let me ask you just about your, you and your involvement here. Like, how did you, how did you, which part of your passion drove you here? Is it the, the sport part of it or the environmental part? It's a combination. I think, you know, in my career, like I said, I've worked in lots of different sports and my last job was Sky. So working in a big media company. Um, And when CellGP came up, it was this vision, you know, to start a sport that really care about social, environmental sustainability from day one. And I could shape it. And you can kind of be a bit brave, you know, because you're in this new sport. So like, I I don't think many other sports would launch an impact league, but I knew going into it, you know, speaking to my CEO, he had, you know, he shared my vision and commitment. And so it was the opportunity to use sport as a platform for change. And so that's why I did it. And, you know, I hope I'm, I hope I'm doing a good job. I've so much more to do. You know, unfortunately there's never, you know, you always want to push yourself harder, but yeah, that's why I came. And yeah, it's been, it's been a roller coaster ride, um, you know, being a new business, but I think we've achieved brilliant things um, and we have great partners um, that help us too. Well, fantastic. So for everyone watching, uh, listening, uh, what's the, what what are some sites and some social handles they should be checking out? Yeah. So sell GP, that is our social handles. Instagram obviously is my favorite. I'm quite old, so I'm not very good at like Twitter or Facebook, <laughs> but, um, and our YouTube channel is sell GP too. So, you know, follow us and all of our contents on YouTube, you can find our documentaries, um, and, you know, deep dive into some of the projects. So yeah, have a look and, and please do follow us and yeah, be open-minded and, and tell your friends or, you know, tell your sports clubs, say, you know, look at sell GP, you know, you can have an impact league in your local sports team, you know, so kind of, you know, hopefully you can learn from us and, and yeah, or tell us things that we can do better. You know, we're always open and love ideas from everyone. Well, that's awesome. And if, if, if the scientists could figure out a way to harness some of your energy, I think we could power uh, a thousand cars and boats. So uh, Fiona Morgan, Sale GP's Director of Purpose and Impact. It's been awesome talking to you and hearing about this. And you got me fired up. Uh, I can't wait to watch and and learn what I could do to stop being such a jerk and, uh, and screwing up our planet. So thank you for that. Thank you. I'm here to help. <laughs> All right. Great. All right. Well, have a great rest of your day. It's been awesome talking to you. Thank you very much. Take care. Love right. to meet you. Bye. That's our episode, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. Get a Real Job comes out every Tuesday. So be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you harvest your favorite podcasts. Leave us a review. Give us a share. Big people, 
Go to entrepreneur.com for new episodes of this and to listen to our other great podcasts. Thanks.